And we're back. This is Dump on the Ump. Season 3, episode 24. <laughs> Killing it this year. That was Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin. Also the theme song of Thor, Ragnarok, which I went to go Imagine see it. this weekend. Fucking oh, was it good? Oh, so good. Really? So good. Highly recommend it. Let me put it this way. Can I ask? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, is this the second or third, third. Thor? Third, third Thor, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. And what, I've seen them I, all. Like, in a sleep? I think I ripped Van Winkle to write through the first two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen all three. I could not tell you a goddamn thing about the second one. Except they're elves. They're, they're like dark elves. But that's it. No, there's not. Yeah, the bad guys in the second one are like dark elves. What, isn't Stringer Bell in those movies? Who? Uh, Stringer Bell is like the... From, from The Wire. Idris Elba. The wire. Idris Elba, yeah. Idris Elba's in those. Yeah, he's... He's like a goat man or something? No, he's Heimdall. <laughs> he's the gatekeeper. He's a badass in right. this one, too. He's like... He's like stoic badass. Because the, the movies are really goofy. And this movie is probably the goofiest one yet. And I was just Did like... Did you say that he's... Did you say he's not the goat man, but he is the gatekeeper? Because that sounds like the same person. <laughs> Wait, doesn't he have goat legs? Or no, he does not have goat legs. He has human How legs. How sure are you about that? 99%. Body? No, he has human... He has, he has like, yellow golden eyes. That's the only, like, weird thing about him. He's got contact with him. Sounds like a snake to me. But he sounds... He's, like, mostly goat? No, he is zero goat. He is zero goat. Okay. I don't know why you guys think he's a goat. And so, like, the story goes that after uh, he was shot by Omar and Brother Mozan, he went to Asgard and became the gatekeeper? Is that... Pretty much. That's I think that's right. right. That sounds good. And Hannibal Lecter is the king of Asgard. What? Oh, Jesus. They're making some questionable choices up there. That's all I have to say. Right. <laughs> anyway, highly recommended. So what, what was your What was your takeaway? You said you were, you were about to say something before I so rudely interrupted. Um, I highly recommend it. It's hilarious. I was laughing like the entire time. Um, <laughs> were you supposed to be laughing? Yes. Yeah, it's supposed to be funny. It's like it's slapstick uh -huh. hilarious. Um. The director of it is a guy named Taika Waititi. He's from New Zealand. And he uh -huh. is buddies with the Flight of the Concord guys. Remember them? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And they did a movie, an indie movie, called What We Do in the Shadows, I think it's called. Oh, The Shadows, yeah. yeah. Was that, was that, I never seen it, I wanted to see it, but I didn't see That it. is funny, too. It's like it's a funny. vampire mockumentary. And... It's sort of like a young, young Frankenstein for today. Got a pretty big young Frankenstein vibe to it. Um, yeah. And it's pretty funny. And so he got to direct this movie, and it's very funny. On uh, one of my favorites. I mean, did you guys see Guardians of the Galaxy, or at least the first one? Yeah, I saw the first one with Sam. 
Yeah. We've seen you know it. Right. You fell, you fell asleep. <laughs> oh, so Jesse, you mean that? Which I'm, which I'm want to do in any Marvel movie about three, about right when the climax starts, I fall asleep. But they're so goddamn long. Well, like drink whiskey <laughs> in the movie theater, and it's like really dark and comfortable in there. <laughs> about an hour and a half in, Jesse just falls asleep regardless of what the movie is. It, hap- it happens at home too. <laughs> okay. It's well, really not about the, it's really not about the length of the movie. It's about what time it is. If it's like ten o'clock, I'm gonna fall asleep wherever sure. I am. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not that's not so true, but yeah, kind of true. yeah, I can't do that. Um, so maybe I wouldn't recommend this to you, Jesse. But it's one of the first movies I've seen in the theaters in a long time, and uh, I went with a. Why did you go to see it? Just because of the director. No, a couple of reasons. I wanted to go see it because I actually really like the Thor movies. I'm not a big Marvel extended universe fan. I've seen mm-hmm. most of the movies, but not all of them. I've totally tapped out on like the Civil War plot line, the, yeah. the Captain yeah. America stuff. That stuff's, that stuff's yeah. just complete yeah. trash. Yeah. Those like, are like airplane movies. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, like, they're like three hours long, and it's just like a bunch of explosions. And you don't One know what's going other. on, and everybody right. is super serious about it. But like, they in and out of it. Like, you can just take Ambien and put one of those movies <laughs> on and, like, not miss a thing, you know? <laughs> but it's funny because they, they shot them in, like, 70 millimeter, and you're watching, like, like man, it's perfect in this, like, <laughs> two and a half by two and a half inch screen. You know? On the airplane? Yeah. Well, what I do, I'm a cheap ass, so I don't even I don't even buy them. I just watch them on whoever's sitting next to me on the plane, with the sound off. <laughs> Try to. Like, are you do you are you like reaching into their snack bag also? <laughs> uh, that's you know, and I'm trying to figure out like I'm trying to figure out the plot of Logan, based on you know, watching it without sound on. You know what's really funny? Hmm is that I actually did that on a plane. Someone else was watching it, and the same, I actually did that. Was it Logan? Was, like, was the movie Logan? It was, it was, it was the movie Logan, yeah, someone else yeah, was watching it, yeah. and I was like, I don't really need, to. I was watching a different movie in my screen, but I was sort of watching theirs, and uh, I was like, I get this. Well, He's yeah, like, no, you, you, basically, you basically know what's going on. I don't, I don't really need sound. <laughs> well, so that's my question. Okay, I want to get back to Thor, because I actually have a, Sports-related question related to it, but on airplanes, what do you guys pay for on airplanes? Because, like, I won't pay for TV. Booze. Booze, yeah. I don't pay for shit on airplanes. Okay, you bring your own booze and your own Ambien. (laughs) They don't sell Ambien on airplanes, though. Maybe I'm just flying on the wrong airline. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. No, actually, I don't know the last time I've flown on an airplane that charged for anything. Oh, because you only fly on those fancy international flights to Vietnam. He just, he just takes he just takes chartered flights. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bus man, you know? I'm a bus guy. Oh, yeah? I'm like an Amtrak Greyhound guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you can bring your own, like, 12-pack. Right. Yeah. So I gotta take a seat for me and a seat for my keg, please. <laughs> Preferably next to the bathroom. <laughs> anyway, 
So Thor. Okay, so here's what I was thinking about Thor. Two things. First time I'd gone to see a movie in the theater for a long time. And I went with a co-worker, a work friend. And so we were going to see Thor, and it was sun no Saturday like evening. And we, I didn't buy tickets in advance, so the only tickets left. Of, yeah, exactly, because I haven't been to the movies in like three years, and so uh, the only tickets left were eighteen dollar D box seats. What? Are you going to see that the opera? <laughs> <laughs> and first of all, I think D box is a terrible name for your reserved fancy seats. And they were in the very back of the theater, and they vibrated. So you paid, <laughs> you paid double. Is that what the D box is? It's yeah. Like a vibrating box. <laughs> yes. What does the D stand for? I don't want to know. Uh, but I mean, those movies are so loud that they usually do get some sort of vibrator, vibration, vibrator, right? Vibration. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I uh, I would just like to say that. Where I live, all movies cost $18. Mm -hmm. mm. That's what I was about to notice. So that's one reason why I don't go to the movies very often. I actually sat in a different seat, so I didn't have to sit in the vibrating seat. Because honestly, sitting in a vibrating seat at the movie theater sounds like a totally unpleasant experience to me. Why couldn't, why was the option not available to buy the other seat you, were, you chose to sit in? I just turned the vibrator off. It was. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Wait, did it also have like a mister? So like when they're going through the ocean, it just like splashes you with water. Well, did you guys ever go to like the Captain the EO ride at at Disneyland back in the day? The what? The Michael Jackson Captain EO thing. Do you guys know what I'm talking no, about? Do you, do you guys not know what I'm talking about? Oh my no, fucking I god. Didn't. Okay, we're going to have to come back to Captain Eo then. You guys, oh, wow. That was like a big part of my childhood. God damn. Okay, Captain Eo, I'm making a note. Okay, anyway. That's probably why I'm more into Thor than you guys are too, is because I grew up on motherfucking Captain Eo. Um, Captain, wait, I don't understand the word you're saying. Captain what? Captain Eo. Captain Eo. Who is that? Oh, Michael I Jackson. Said Captain Eo. No, like ear. Michael Jackson. <laughs> what is Michael Jackson? Wait, did Michael Jackson... Michael Jackson... Okay, so in the 1980s, what? at the height of Michael Jackson's, like, second wave of popularity, he and Disneyland made a... It's like a 30-minute film together where Michael Jackson stars as Captain EO, space pirate, and you what? could go to Disneyland and see it, and it was like... 3D in your face and the seats moved. And it was uh, yeah. really. They also had a Star Wars ride that would do the same right. thing. That was a big fucking deal in like 1989 to like 1994, roughly, at Disneyland in California. And they were like my only two rides I enjoyed riding at that theme park as a child. Uh, I went to Disneyland once with my mom and sister and some friend of hers. And my sister and I both got shit on by pigeons. Yeah, yeah, Disneyland sucks <laughs> in general. That's my takeaway memory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're sitting, by, we're waiting for my mom by the bathrooms under a tree. 
And then we got shit on. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Disneyland is a shitty place. Except yeah, for yeah. Captain EO, which is fucking badass. It's a, you know, I never liked Mike, Michael Jackson, even in the 80s and 90s. Even in the 80s and 90s, yeah. Yeah. What about, like, young Michael Jackson? Like, Jackson, Jackson 5, Michael five. Jackson? Like, like, Jackson 5 and then, like, post-Jackson 5, he's got a couple albums that I think are pretty good. Uh, not really. Hmm? Is that colored by what he became, or the, just the quality of the music? No, when I was a kid, I was, like, one of those snotty little kids that just would hate everything that everybody else liked, you know sure. what I mean? Right. yeah. Because yeah. I was That's, like, that's sort of what this podcast is all about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to, like, you know, differentiate myself right. a little bit. Yeah. So I just, like, hated popular music and, like, you know, stuff like that. Right. I still kind of do, actually. You're like, fuck you, Michael Jackson. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm into, like, six-year-old Sam's into, like, uh... Yeah, what was six-year-old Sam into? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, Beatles. That, the Beatles. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> we were all kind uh, of into Paul the Beatles. Simon, you know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 me too. Yeah, yeah I have a like, very That's strong memory of that. But you know what's funny, Sam? This this reminds me of this thing you told me, like, man, like a long, long time ago, where you, when you were in high school, you must have been high school. You took, you knew a kid who had a cassette player had a cassette tape with just that Kid Rock song, Ba would have bought a bang, you know that song? Oh, yeah. Yep. But just just like that over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. It was it was a ninety minute cassette tape of that song on repeat. <laughs> Why? He was really into it. He's a weird dude. He went to jail for statutory rape. Oh. And he was like Kid Rock or the guy who listened to Kid Rock. Guy, this this is like the story gets really dark actually. Okay, go for it. Um, he, not gonna say his name. No, but, probably don't say his name. Wait, yeah. uh, he had this girlfriend. He was like eighteen. He had a fourteen-year-old girlfriend. Oh, good. And then he got his fourteen-year-old girlfriend's twelve-year-old sister pregnant. Oh. And went to jail. And then. So actually, it's funny that you bring this up because right. somebody just reminded me of this story day before yesterday. <laughs> then he gets out of prison after like four or five years, something like that. Has another kid with the same girl. Who is 12. It's, well, above she's 17. Above, above the age of consent at this point. Okay. So he doesn't go back to jail. But they have, she had the kid when she was 12. Uh-huh. And then his father had a kid with the sister that he was originally dating. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <sighs> Topical. Okay. Is he going to run for the yep. Senate? What's that? Is he going to run for Senate? <laughs> he could be president. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably better than the fucking current, you know, 
administrations. I can't even bring myself to say. Yeah. I was talking to I was talking to my coworker today about like you know when I like step back for a second and I'm like wait what this I still can't really fathom that Donald Trump is the president. I know this is like a much right. talked I, about I still topic, want to talk like, about Thor. I'm not done talking about Thor. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to like Can I say something really bad? Yes. I, I take uh, notes, please. right? I take notes on what on what we talk about. And right now, all my notes say are Disneyland, Michael Jackson, statutory rape. <laughs> Those are literally the five words I have written down right now. Disneyland, Michael Jackson, statutory rape. It's all a big circle. It's all one big circle, yeah. you guys. Time is a flat circle. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> um, we, can all, we can all agree that no, I'm not even. Going to go there. <laughs> yeah, I think we can. <laughs> I'm not ever going to get up there. Let's not put that on the permanent record. <laughs> <laughs> we can all agree, never mind. Yes. Okay. Anyway, wait. Do we have more dark stories to tell, or can I talk about Thor for a little bit? Please. Yeah, go yeah. back to Thor. <laughs> okay. When you're done, though, tell us so that we don't sidetrack again. Sure, sure, sure. This, yeah. this, this should segue okay. But what, so do, like, do you need some sort of like? Well, no, I have a follow-up question. Okay, yeah, so, okay. yeah. Okay, so mild, mild spoilers for Thor Ragnarok. Uh, like one of the main themes, main scenes, is Thor gets captured. He crash lands on Trash Planet, and he gets captured, and he has to fight in like. Did you say Trash Planet? Yeah, it's a Trash Planet. It's a planet filled with trash. Literally, it's. Like from Transformers? Exactly. Exact. Good. I was thinking about that. Nice. Is that called? Is that called Earth? Trash planet? <laughs> Not yet. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is the president and dictator, so they're in much better situation than Earth is. Uh, but the whole. It was Eric Idle in Transformers? <laughs> yes, it was. Oh so my really? God. Uh, Sam, Sam, you're the best. Oh, I was like... Yeah, the the 1984 cartoon movie. We could have a whole podcast about that movie if you wanted to. How about just a podcast about Eric Idle? We need JP on that Oh, my God. Is that what you said? Don't. That's the one I'm not going to show up for. I love that guy, but that could not be more boring. That could not be more boring. That dude. Transformers. Like, uh, somehow we'll have negative listeners. I don't know how we go down. I don't know. I, I feel like I would listen to podcasts yeah. featuring JP talking about comic books. And 1984 cartoon movie of Transformers. How, yeah, well, fair enough. That okay. Might be a good format. <laughs> might be a good format for them. It would be probably way more informative than this podcast. Let's just say that. It would definitely be more informative. Definitely. Whether you like it or not. Sorry, go Okay, so Thor is captured on Trash Planet that's exactly like the Trash Planet from the Transformers movie. And he has to fight in a gladiator-style battle against the Incredible Hulk. Um, and so that just got... What's the Hulk doing there? Exactly. That's, I'm not going to tell you. you got to go spend $18 and see the movie. Uh, but it's fucking I'll just awesome. wait till it comes out on the yeah, or Netflix, whatever, yeah. Or Netflix. Yeah. Um, but that got me thinking about, like, 
Oh, like, how come every planet eventually has, like, bloody gladiator-style gladiator style fights for the entertainment of the masses, right? And which, like, movie-slash-TV show-slash-whatever have had the best gladiator fight sport leagues in fiction? Oh, I have one. Yeah. Oh, I have so, so many. So sorry. When I was a when I was a kid, I had a uh, there was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic. Uh huh. There was like a comic like like yeah yeah, like yeah. Thor comics. Yeah. You, you know what I'm talking. About? Yeah. But there was one where they go to like a different dimension. There's like a series where they go to a different dimension, and they have to like battle their way out. Yeah. And I just had I just had like one issue where they were like fighting in some sort of gladiatorial... They arena. fight some kind of four-armed four dude, right? Don't they fight some kind of big four-armed dude? And each turtle has to fight a different arm? it was also in the cartoon. No, I mentioned. remember the comic book. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, so that sticks... Krang, the brain, right? Krang, the brain? It's four arms, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, but that wasn't like who they were fighting. The yeah, they were fighting somebody else. I know. I know the comic book you are literally talking about, Jesse. In Google, that's it. amazing. Yeah, because <laughs> I had it. I don't know where that came from, and I don't know where it went. But I had it for like a long time, like right next to my bed. It was like on the night, like buried in like the nightstand of shit. Mm-hmm. Um. So I feel like Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome is like maybe the stereotypical one. Hmm. I don't know that that. Yeah, maybe I. I don't know that I actually ever saw that. Is that the third Mad Max? Technically, yes, the one with Tina Turner in it. Yeah, well, te- technically, because you don't count the Road Warrior as Mad Max. <laughs> right, because like nobody, like everybody, just thinks of Mad Max as the first Mad Max, and then everyone's like, wait, there's another one where he's just, like, a cop, and the world has not collapsed, and they have a budget of, like, $50. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That movie's pretty cool. Yeah. He's like, it's gonna take you ten minutes to cut through that handcuff, but on the other hand, you cut through your arm in three minutes, or something like that. Uh You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's like, handcuffs that guy to a bomb. Yeah, that's a pretty good movie. Um, oh, uh huh. Oh, that is a real. I know the really one you're talking about. I don't. I don't know Mexico if I was like, Escape from New York was the first one, and it was like that one was like really cool. But it was back in the day where somebody made like a weird, kind of really dark sci-fi uh, action movie on a really low budget, uh-huh. and then it was really popular. And then they make like a high budget, super cheese ball Hollywood sequel, you know? Uh-huh. Right. And that was Escape from L.A., which is also right. an awesome movie. But in that movie, there's a couple. I guess it's not gladiator style necessarily, but one, he has to, like, 
make a shot in a basketball court. Oh, yeah. Court, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> like a towel line to the other side of the court. And if he misses it, does he die? And if he misses it, he dies. Yeah. And there's like a bunch of people there like waiting for him to die. <clears throat> but then also I feel like he has to like surf a tidal wave also as part of a gladiatorial thing, maybe. Are you thinking of surf ninjas must die? No. No. Nope. No, it's definitely Escape from L.A. I'm thinking. Uh, I don't. I remember the basketball part, but I don't remember the uh, other part. That's an interesting thing too. Like remembering like images from movies, but not actually knowing like what the plot is at all. Right. Well, or like trying to like get the plot just from the title of the movie. It's like, well, I think they're trying to escape from L.A. <laughs> yeah. <You know>? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's like a post-apocalyptic America. L.A., like California is sunk into the sea. Oh, yes. L.A. has become a giant prison island where, like, there's no guards or anything. They just send people there. It's like America, no, it's, except it's, it's really small. Isn't it fenced off? No, it's an island. It's an island. Okay. All right. All right. Well, maybe I need to rewatch this. How is that different from Escape from New York? Did both New York and L.A. turn into prison islands? No, New York was just, like... Cordoned off, I think. I think. It was just cordoned off. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Okay, but so... How did, how did Snake Plitzkin get from New York to L.A.? That's pretty far. That's a good question. In a, in a post-apocalyptic world. Well, the president the president was like, oh, because these, like, guys in L.A. and something <laughs> got their hands on the thing that destroyed all technology. And so the president was like, Snake, you're the only guy who can get in there and get this thing and come out alive. And you have to get it for us. Otherwise, we're going to destroy all technology. And we'll have to start over from the Dark Ages. And then... And then they go in. Snake goes in. And... But then the president double-crosses him. Ooh. Sets off a nuke in the ocean, which creates the tsunami to just wipe out L.A. entirely. But Snake surfs to the mainland with the device and, spoiler alert, erases all the technology in the world and everyone has to start from the Dark Ages. Whoops. Um, Yep, sweet. That's awesome. That's Kurt Russell, right? Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. So do you think the guy who watched Escape from L.A. came up with the idea for Point Break while he was watching it? Hmm. I feel like Point Break was before Escape do you think, from or, or do you think, okay, so you think the guy watching Point Break was like, oh, what if we had this movie except, like, there was Escape from L.A.? Uh, I don't know. I feel like... Look, they're different genres. I yeah, like I know they're different genres. what happens in those movies is that, like, Escape from New York was really successful, and then, like, the guy who made it, they're like, we're going to make another one. He has oh, a shitload yeah. of cocaine, and then he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna make him surf on a tsunami," you know? Yeah, <laughs> that's how it comes down. It's like I love basketball. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's my gladi- gladiator movie. Mm. It's the 
The Demolition Man. Ooh, that's a good one. With uh, Sylvester Stallone? No. That's, no, I'm sorry. That is accurate. And, and when you said that, I meant to say The Running Man. Running Man um, yeah. with Arnold Schwarzenegger, also a good exactly. cop. Because yeah. that's kind of a demo, that's sort of a gladiator movie because it's a game show, you know? Yes. Right. Yes. It's and, like they, uh, they just remade that movie and called it Mocking Jay. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Same movie. Same movie. Right. And the they games. also have an actual show called Running Man that's produced by Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. That's what? like, yeah, it actually exists. And it's like, you have to go hide in cities and not get caught by, like, professional uh, bounty hunters. They apparently don't kill you, but I don't believe them. Supposedly. Yes, it's like on the Sci-Fi Channel or something. No, it was going to be on the Sci-Fi Channel, and then they got canceled because it was too controversial for some reason. And now it's, like, webcast only. Hmm, that sounds... Really good. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> really good, I mean, god off. <laughs> uh, now, that was also a movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger literally says, I'll be back. How many movies does he say that in? Is it just that one in two? Like, I feel like that was one of his catchphrases. Across... I'll, be back was, I'll be back is from Terminator. Yes, and Running Man. Like, that became a thing where he was saying it in all of his movies. Like, is I think it, he says it in Kingdom Come. Huh. True Lies? Is that something? Yes, he says it in True Lies. Kindergarten Cop? Yeah, he says it in Kindergarten Cop. Are you just saying that? Yeah, I like, think you're just saying, saying that. I don't think, <laughs> that. I don't think that's true. Okay, Google We're this. Just okay. Also, we should rank Arnold Schwarzenegger movies because, like, there are a lot of good, bad ones and a lot of bad, good ones, if you know what I mean. What about the Mars one? Yeah, uh, Total oh, Recall. Total, Total Recall. Yeah. yeah, that one's badass. That's, that's a great that's movie. Like, is, like there a gladiator, movie. is there a gladiator that's, fight in that? Uh, no. That's, that's sort of like his version of Blade Runner. That's what I always thought. Huh. But not really. But they, it's kind of Blade Runner-y. Are they both Philip K. Dick? I think they are. I, I think they're, they're both written by Philip sense. K. Dick. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to ask JP. He would know. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah we could get him on this podcast. Yeah, so, yeah. to all your listeners who don't know who the hell we're talking about, <laughs> JP is a friend of ours who is an enthusiast for comics and um, various various yeah. movies and yeah. sub-genres sub of society. He gets deep. He gets real deep. He get he like does let's research. Just, let's just say he's opinionated. <laughs> that's right. He's very opinionated. And that's an understatement. <laughs> yeah, we definitely need him. We need to like have several podcasts, even though people oh, don't listen. We should have Yeah. Yeah. Right. I were we talking about our friend Morgan in Zimbabwe on the podcast or just in just in, general. just in general, I think. Should we have him on the yeah. podcast? We should, we should have him on. Oh, we should just totally have him on. Yeah. Yeah. Is he okay? Well, we, should tell him, we should tell him this is a really successful podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'd be able to figure it out. Yeah, he'd probably be able to figure it out. 
Okay, but this podcast is a sports podcast. True. So, New England Patriots defeated the Buffalo Bills a lot to a little. Do you guys have any opinions about that? Well, I would just like to say that it wasn't really a lot of points by Patriots standards. Like, they scored 23 points, which is a pretty low total for them. They won by a large margin. They won by a large margin, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, Okay, real quick. He, He says it in all of the Terminator movies, and he says it, I'll be back, this is Schwarzenegger. Okay, he says, I'll be back in every Terminator movie. He says it in Commando, 1985, Raw Deal, 1986, I have no idea what that is, The Running Man, 1987, Twins... Twins, 1988, starring Danny DeVito. Yeah. Total Classic. Recall, Total Recall, 1990. Classic. Kindergarten Cop, 1990. I'm beginning to think 1990 might have actually been the height of Arnold Schwarzeneggerism. I guess he was in Terminator 2, 1991. Um, he says that in Last Action Hero, 1993. You ever see that movie? Yeah, the movie's good. He says it in Junior, 1994, and that's the last of these movies I've seen. He says it in Eraser, 96, Jingle All the Way, 96. That's the one where he fights Sinbad, right? Yeah, what was that Uh, called? Jingle All the Way, way. where he and Sinbad fight over the last uh, Christmas Christmas, uh, toy. The Sixth Day, 2000, and The Expendables 2. 2012. So, does he say it in like the same way? Is like, I'll be back or I'll be back or? I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, I bet there's like s- some super cut on YouTube of that, you know? Oh, like, yeah. I'll find that next. That's a good cut. Okay, back to football. So, like, here's my whole thing the Bills were like about to be a playoff team, and then I feel like they kind of collapsed. No, they still yeah. could be a playoff team. You think so? They could. It's 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 not likely, but it's possible. They're well, five hundred. Six yeah. and six, right? Six and six. When are... they have to win, they have to win like three of the last four games, basically. Maybe. Could, how how competitive is that wild card spot? Is that is that eight and eight team in the AFC going to get into the wild card? They're playing the Patriots again in New England. They're playing the Dolphins twice and the Colts once. So yeah. they can beat the Colts. They can beat the Dolphins once, I yeah. think. I don't think they can beat the Dolphins twice, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, so, so if they get to 8-8, eight and eight, they'll probably be lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but the reason we're talking about this game is that there was a late hit by one Gronkowski. Gronkowski, yeah. Robert. Robert Gronkowski. Robert Gronkowski. Bob Gronkowski. Bobby! Uh, and, uh, it seems like he was, uh, at fault, you know? I don't know. Just yeah, he was at shell. fault. He fucking yeah. elbowed that guy while that guy was defenseless on the ground. Yeah. And he kind of just like, was like, yeah, I did it. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, he apologized. Here's my thing. 
I got into a Twitter fight a while ago. This is like a month ago, and I've been wanting to talk to you guys about this, about Gronkowski. And my argument, and I may have been in the wrong on this one, and I don't admit that very often, but my argument boiled down to this, that Gronkowski is the best tight end in the NFL. And he of all is, time. Of all time, maybe. I don't know. If, I couldn't say who would beat him, but I don't know NFL history that well. Right. He, so, okay. So I was saying, I was totally straight up agreeing that he's the greatest tight end in the NFL, but he is overrated. And people okay. were getting mad at me that I was saying, that they, they're like, what, he's the best NFL in the tight end? And I was like, yeah, of course he's the best NFL in the tight end. And he is overrated. Because... That's because... Oh, sorry, yeah. Well, my whole thing was that, like, you can be the best and be overrated because people put up with this shit all the time. All the time. And Why do you think he's overrated? Because he's hurt all the time? Well, no, that's my point, is that I think he's overrated because he's, like, drunk and has stupid antics and everybody, nobody, like, gets mad at him about it. Right? Like, and my comparison is Odell Beckham, who has, like, who's, the, I think, the best wide receiver in the NFL right now and has antics all the time. That, and people, people shit on him all the time. Yeah, but Gronkowski, it's different, though, because Gronkowski is kind of, like, undisputed, the best tight end. And Odell Beckham, like, is in the conversation. And very well might be the best right. wide receiver, but he's by no means far and away. Right, yes. you could have, like, you, like Julio Jones. Or, right, or Antonio Brown yeah, is actually yeah. generally considered mm -hmm. the best wide receiver in the game. Yeah. Uh, but the... I think that the... And also, like, all of the shit that... Uh, all the shit that Odell Beckham does yeah, do, is just real stupid shit, like that gets in on the front page of the tabloids, and yes. that doesn't happen with Gronkowski either. But why doesn't it? Because he like gets drunk. He goes to Vegas and gets drunk. He like he's got this whole like I, I feel like it's unfair because I feel like he parties and gets drunk. And it doesn't affect the field on field performance, but I feel like he's got this image of this like lovable goof. Whereas Odell Beckham has like I don't know if he gets drunk, but like he let's call them antics. And people are like, Oh, he's not serious or like or conversely he starts crying on the sideline and people say like right. he's too emotional. Like putting his fist through the wall and like Yeah. Yeah. Uh you know, Gronk doesn't do any of that shit. But why is that a problem? Why is putting your fist through, like, oh, that's just showing passion? Or it's like showing lack of self -control. I'm in the middle of something. What do you mean? I'm in the middle of something. Jesse's in the middle of something. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, but has your, has your opinion changed at all after Gronk fucking pile drives this guy on the No, you know what's funny, actually, that I was thinking about mm -hmm. is that he does stuff like this kind of, 
I wouldn't say a lot. Like, this is probably the most extreme that I've seen. Right. But he does a lot of shit on the field, uh, primarily when he's blocking. Uh-huh. Um, where he will just, like... Because about Gronkowski is, like, twice the size of everybody else on the football field. <laughs> At least on the offensive side, right? I mean, you've got some, right. some defensive linemen and linebackers. Right. So would be, but but forward, yeah, I see what you're saying. I, yeah, I think that your whole underrated thing, argument, is just completely wrong. He okay. Does, he does okay. every everything he does on the field is really good. But he, like, loses it sometimes. Especially when he's, like, there's, like, a game where there's, like, a lot of running. He does a lot of blocking. And he's yeah. lining up against this one guy blocking the whole game. And they, like, jaw, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then often, he's lined up against a, like, uh, defensive back or a linebacker. Uh-huh. Or somebody that he has, like, 100 pounds and, like, 8 inches on. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. every so often, he'll get an unnecessary roughness flag you know, for basically, like, blocking a guy and, f- and then, like, picking him up and slang him, slamming him on the ground. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Or, yeah. like, there was, I think it was in the Super Bowl a few years back where he was blocking this guy and the Patriots scored a touchdown and he just continued to push this guy after the play was gone until he, like, slammed him over the, like, camera well or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> was it against Was it so, against Atlanta or against Seattle? No, it was against Seattle. I okay. Think. Might have been Richard Sherman, I'm not sure. Um, so anyway, all I'm saying is that this is not, it's not like an unprecedented thing, and it's probably a good thing that he did get suspended. Uh-huh. Um, but as far as, like, off-the-field antics, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, he's not, he's not, like, in the playoffs, on his off day, flying down to Justin Bieber's yacht and, like, posting pictures on Instagram. And then, like, coming back and, you know, getting one reception out of six targets for, like, 20 yards. In a, you know playoff, what I mean? in a playoff game. In a playoff game. Yeah, yeah. Which was, like, the Odell Beckham thing. Right. And then, like, crying about it and screaming at the media for being unfair and punching a hole in the wall. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, who was that against? Time, Do you remember who the Giants were playing in? I remember that game. Do you remember who the Giants were playing against? Maybe Seattle? <laughs> it's always Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, one of the things that I think that is the best about how the Patriots organization is run is that, like, all of their players are given a media script. And yeah. if you deviate from the media script, you're cut from the team, basically. Like, you won't play mm-hmm. if you cannot stick to the script. Which I like a lot. Yeah. Because I feel like so much of the NFL in pro sports in general, in the way the media covers it, and I guess the way the media covers federal politics also is a whole he said, he said, and it's like, 
oh, did you see what Antonio Brown tweeted about you guys the other day? <laughs> and then somebody's like, that Antonio Brown, I'm going to like punch him right in the teeth this week. And I'm going to like put him down. And they're like, are you threatening to kill Antonio Brown? <laughs> right. Yeah. And then yeah. it's like, that's the headline. You know what I mean? Right. And that, that doesn't happen in New England. Yeah. They've got that this kind of control. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting ideas. I have a question for you guys. Okay. Uh, so, this is season three, episode 24. Yes. When do we roll over to season four? New Year's is what I was kind of planning. Uh, okay. But it might be, it's up to you guys. It might be, we usually have gone dark by now. What we usually do, because we're going over, we're in overtime right now. What usually happens is we go dark maybe a week after the World Series, and then we don't podcast until the Super Bowl, and we come back for like two episodes around the Super Bowl, and then we go dark again, and we come back for like spring training. So roughly, I've been following the baseball season, but right now we've gone overtime. So it's up to you if you want to start season four at New Year's, or if you want to start season four with the baseball season. I feel like nothing happens in between the Super Bowl and spring training. Right. We don't right, podcast right. between the Super Bowl and spring right. training. Because we're having a- but since we've like decided this is maybe not a sports podcast, it's like... Well, we've talked about lots of non-sports things. I've, this is our second I've consecutive... Off the rails yes, this is our second, at least second consecutive podcast, maybe third, of... of uh, mostly non-sports things. Oh, no. Oh, no. I think this is, like, the seventh in a row. <laughs> we talk a lot of non-sports things. <laughs> I think it's... I think it's well, there's not a lot of sports going on, right? Well, right. usually like, we stop after the World Series, which is, like, college, six weeks ago. Football, yeah. NBA, NBA and, like, <laughs> NBA football. football. Right. NBA football, NHL football, <laughs> NFL football. Um... New York Giants. Here's what I want to ask you. I want I want to ask both of you about the hot. I wish Kalen were here because I think Kalen actually have the best answers for these questions. But the hot garbage nightmare that are the New York Giants. They fired their coach Ben McAdoo. They and their GM and their GM. They benched they benched Eli Manning for one game just to stop his consecutive. Start streak at like two hundred ten, I think it was. Yeah, and now they're starting him again. (laughs) Like they just benched him to stop the streak, and now they're like asking him to start again. And I mean, I I am no fan of Eli Manning, but if I were him, I'd be pissed right now. I'm not sure he has like the brain cells to be upset about anything. Right. Like, it's another one of those guys that you just put in the closet six days out of the week. <laughs> <laughs> and then just dust him off for Sunday, you know? Yeah, but he's not even that good on Sunday. Like, he hasn't been good forever. Like, has Eli Manning ever actually been good at football? He's had a couple good games. Yeah, games. Has he ever had a good season? <laughs> not really. Not really, no. It's true that he, he kind of is like someone who I don't view him as a good football player. 
Is he? Here's the question: Is he the worst good football player or the best bad football player? Well, I don't know. How much do you think that like your perception of him is like colored by how good his older brother was? Right. I would actually argue not that much. I, I, I see what you're saying. I think he played in his shadow, and once he left the league, it was like, eh, fuck it, I don't care. No, but Eli... <laughs> Eli Manning it's won two Super Bowls before Peyton Manning won two Super Bowls. Right. And right. Peyton Manning really had nothing to do with that second Super Bowl. At least Eli got two... Super Bowl MVPs because he played he played okay. Wait, did he win a Super Bowl with the Colts? Payton, yeah, won. He beat yeah. the Bears in two thousand nine. No, no, the Bears did not make the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, Bears made the Super Bowl. It was right after we graduated college. It was the O seven Super Bowl. Yeah, the Bears. The Bears with Rex Grossman and Lovey Smith. They were, they were terrible. They shouldn't have made the Super Bowl, but they did. I don't remember that. I mean, well, no, that was like Brian Urlacher. Yeah, that was Brian. Like they had a good defense. The, they had Brian Urlacher. And who was the other really good uh, defensive player they had? Oh, Bill Cumberland. Yeah, they had a really good defense. And they had Rex Grossman, and nobody remembers who Rex Grossman is. Um, and that's a funny thing. <laughs> so... You know, think back, where were you at when the Super Bowl happened, right? Like, my favorite, and I don't think I've talked about it on this podcast before, I might have. Like, one Super Bowl I remember was our freshman year of college, and it was Tampa Bay, Oakland. And Tampa Bay won it. It was the 2002, no, it was the 2003 Super Bowl. And I had just gotten off a red-eye flight from Oregon to New York, and I hadn't slept in a really long time. Like, took the red-eye into JFK, got on the train to Poughkeepsie, got oh, on the bus. I so fucked up. Like, got in, hadn't slept in a really long time, went into the Tewksbury Lounge and sat down, and, like, the Super Bowl was on. And I was just, like, cracked out, and I hadn't slept in a really long time. And I was just like, okay, I guess I'm just watching football now. Well, that was like when they had Warren Sapp. The, yeah, the, Warren Sapp was on that Tampa Bay team. Uh, and they won. I don't remember anybody. I think John Gruden might have been the Oakland coach, actually. Mm-hmm. Or was he the Tampa Bay coach? He was probably the Tampa Bay I think he was the Tampa Bay was coach. Was he the Tampa Bay yeah. coach? Who was the Oakland coach? Mm. I forget. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's one I remember. Uh, I remember, Sam, you and I driving up to New Hampshire oh, God. really dangerously <laughs> to watch so those two Patriots. We watched two Patriots Super Bowls against the Panthers and against the Eagles. Yeah, we won both of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. Watched, yeah. You've only lost those two Super Bowls against Eli and the Giants. Right. To the Giants, yep. Yeah. In in the modern era. You lost to the Bears in eighty four. Right. Yeah. Well so yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and we've won we've won five since two thousand and one. That was yeah. That was the first I'm time. actually I'm wearing a shirt right now uh-huh. that says 
New England Patriots. One more gives us four. If that gives you any frame of reference, how old this t-shirt is. Back right. in the day. <laughs> right, and if it weren't for Eli Manning, who may be the worst good quarterback or the best bad quarterback of all time, you'd have or seven. the most mediocre quarterback of all time. But can you call him mediocre? I feel like he swings the pendulum between, like, absolutely trash and, like, you know, can be really good at... at at times. Like, I don't know no, if mediocre is accurate. So. He's pretty medium, I think. Like, I don't know. Look at his season num- like yeah, his career know. numbers. I'm sure that they're pretty medium. Yeah. Um, boys, I gotta, I gotta go, though. Yeah, let's yeah, go. Let's go. Uh, you got bugs on your cat? Is that what I heard? Oh, you can hear that? Yeah. You have <laughs> bugs on your cat? How yeah, the bugs get on your of, cat? There's some sort of tick issue that needs to be addressed, so I need to go. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry, your cat is cool. <laughs> Alright, alright, Jesse. Uh, so right. go take care of these bugs on your cat. <laughs> sorry, man. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, we'll see you I'll, next week. I'll, I'll fill you in next week, listeners. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, wait, hold on, we gotta do a shout out before you go. Though. Yeah, shout right, out. This is a shout out to the listener. My my dad. So if you're listening, <laughs> riddle me this: What was the name of one of my childhood baseball team sponsors? Ooh, good question. Was it A. Eagle Hardware, B. The Black Firefighters, C. Pizzuto's Pizza? <laughs> I'm going to go with Black Firefighters. Yeah, I wouldn't know, know more about the Black Firefighters. It's actually, actually, it was the Black Firefighters. It was? It was yeah, it was, a, just, it was a group of firefighters who were all black. <laughs> really? Yeah, this is really just a test to see yeah. if Jesse's dad actually listens to the entire episode like he claims to. Yeah. So that's pretty funny. Because he might be the only one. Yeah. If it is, if it is true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, any last words? Let's see. I had something I wanted to talk about. Um, oh, I got something. Yeah. All right, Jesse, go take right, care right. of those bugs. Go. Okay. Yeah. Good luck, boys. See you, Jesse. Good luck for you also. Say hi to Rosina. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right, ready? Yeah. Jesse's going to be so upset he missed this. I know. I saw this week Mayor, Mayor of New York City, Bill de Blasio, sing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in karaoke. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's it. Okay. No. Yeah, that, that, yeah, I think that's, that's just, funny. That's just, it was no, terrible. It wasn't very good. <laughs> okay. So, like, what famous uh, celebrity plus karaoke song would be the best combination? Uh, would you pay to see Rupert? Whoa! Did you die? Where'd you go? Me? Yeah. Oh. Oh, you're going to the bathroom. He's going to the bathroom. Okay. 
Um, can you not hear me? No, I can hear you. You just put you like put the phone down really dramatically and then like walked away. I was really like concerned. <laughs> I thought you like. Uh, I'm, I'm just uh, I'm pouring myself a drink. Oh yeah, I need one too. I can't believe the. Uh, unless you want to go solo for five minutes. Wait, Rupert, Rupert, Muna, Murdoch, what? Singing what? Santa Baby. Um, would you want to see that? Nobody would want to see that. Oh, that was what my karaoke song. Santa Baby? Oh, that's a yeah. messed up song. I, I was just going to, like, lock eyes with my congressman and sing it really sexually. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. I do know what you mean. How about Baby It's Cold Outside? That's an interesting song. Oh, that song's really dating. Uh It's n not actually. I've actually read a lot about that song. Where uh. it comes off on... There's one reading of that song that can be date rapey, but there can be another reading of that song where it's like late 50s, early 60s uh, dating culture, and they're like she actually wants to get some, and they've got to come up with an excuse to tell her parents. That's all. That's more about like making excuses. So they're they're uh, I'm just saying they're layers like, to the text. Like, what is in my drink? What's this in my drink, she says. And the answer is no. <laughs> Don't do it, yeah. girl. Don't the answer do it. is no. It's like, it's cold. Uh, I don't know. I've, there are multiple readings to it. It sounds pretty date-rapey. Ra date gotcha, yes. Um, Specifically that line, what is in my drink. Yeah, that's, that's not good. That's not good. Right. That's really Bill Cosby-y. Oh, God. God, this is like... Oh, stop. Teach your sons to not rape and sexually harass women. Getting getting sad. Getting sad all the time. Um, so let's end on a better note. I don't think... Okay. The, I don't think the Bills... This, this isn't really ending what we're talking about. I don't think the Bills at 8-8 eight and eight are getting into the playoffs. Yeah. yeah I, think. I feel like the AFC is pretty weak this year, though. Yeah, it is weak, except for, like, the Patriots and maybe the Steelers. Right, but yeah. they're both winning their divisions, so. Right. And then you got like, Tennessee, the you got Jacksonville. I like right. Tennessee, I like Jacksonville, but they're not good. Right, they're, like, pretty medium, like yeah. the Bills. Yeah. Oh, and then you got the <laughs> Eagles in the NFC. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay, so we got a few minutes left. Um, since okay. Jesse's gone, do you want to talk about baseball? Sure. Uh, Although not much has happened. Well, yeah. So there was a rumor that the Red Sox wanted White Sox first baseman Jose Abreu. Mm -hmm. uh, nothing came of this. But do you guys need a first baseman?
defensively uh, make it. He's not a plus hitter. He's a average hitter. Uh-huh. He's he's good. He's not great. You know. Uh-huh. He's good for I don't know, fifteen to twenty home runs a year, and he'll bat two sixty five. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Which is like league average, I feel like. Yeah. Now you guys are never going to get rid of Jackie Bradley Jr., are you? I think that if we were to get rid of one of our young outfielders, it would probably be that guy. It would be? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because that's what people were floating, like in the Brayu for JBJ trade, which I think would be great for Chicago. Um, yeah. I don't think... I don't want to get rid of Jackie Bradley Jr. Yeah. I, also, I, the Red Sox have, like, last... Last year for Chris Sale, and then the year before that, they traded for. Uh, we don't you, have. You mean you're gutting your farm system a little bit for right for like, getting big guys? We don't guys really to, have the farm system to make another big yeah, trade right. without kind of like jeopardizing our future a little bit. Yeah, and like we could do that stuff because our team's so young right now. But uh-huh. like, we're talking about counting on drafting well, which you can't really do, right. you know? You don't really know about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, more likely, the Red Sox will try to sign that one guy from the Diamondbacks, formerly of Detroit, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, Martinez? J.D. Martinez? Yeah. Or maybe Eric Hosmer. Oh yeah. Off a of free off a of free agency. Well, and then the next year is the big free agency, right? Where Oh, oh Bryce Harper? Yeah, Bryce Harper. Yeah. He's gonna go to the Yankees. Yeah, Bryce Harper's yeah. not better than Mookie Betts, that's all I gotta say. I would actually agree with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um Okay, and what about this guy, Shohai Otani? This Japanese dude who's getting to, like, try out. Like, he's not trying out. Like, he's, like, like teams are auditioning for him. What's up with that? Yeah. The Babe Ruth of baseball. Oh, of baby, the Babe Ruth of baseball. <laughs> he is the Babe Ruth of baseball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, here's the thing about that guy. He's 23 years old. Like... Everybody loves him, all the scouts, all everybody just, like, loves the way that he plays. He's, like, for sure a major league-ready pitcher. Right. And potentially a major league-level slugger. So teams are looking at it like that. Uh, um teams are, like, crazy about him because he has so much potential. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the deal is now. Uh, the Maybe it's the new, like, bargaining agreement, but the they didn't, they're not going to have to pay a lot of money to get him. Like, the most anybody can is allowed to pay him is, like, three and a half million dollars. Huh. That's weird. That's so, actually him. Yeah. And, you know, 
you know, I don't know. It used to be that, like, major league teams had to pay, like, $50 million just to spring a Japanese player from their team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll be Do you think you know where he's going to go? Dodgers? Uh, if I had to guess, mm-hmm. I would say L.A. or Seattle? Probably Texas. Texas. I would he, say Texas. Yeah. Texas is the team that is allowed to give him the most money, which is why I say Texas. That would make sense. All right. Okay, so yeah. earlier, earlier I'm going to wrap up now. Earlier we talked about uh, Kurt Russell's character Snake from Escape from L.A. and Snake Escape from Bliskin. L.A. Snake Bliskin. Now, what major city would you think would make the best Escape from uh, plot? Like, which city would be the coolest to escape from and why? Like, the third installment? Yes. Like, would you want to escape from Salt Lake City because it's overrun by zombie Mormons? I don't think they were zombies. I think that they were just, like, lawless. Okay. Could you make them zombies? Yeah, I mean, I suppose so. Yeah. Nuclear Uh, abused. Oh, I have a movie pitch for you, actually. Okay. Maybe I don't want to put it on on the internet because I'm going to steal it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, like, Columbus, Ohio? (laughs) Like and it's just like the entire city has been overrun. It's like owned by fraternities now. Oh yes, I mean? yes. Because it's like the that's where Oklahoma State is, right? Ohio, Ohio State. State yeah, is. yeah. The Buckeyes. Yeah. And so it's just like because like in Escape from New York, isn't there like a bunch of rival gangs involved? I think so. In Escape from in Escape from LA, there definitely is. Yeah, There's like yeah. territories. Yeah. So it so, could be like. Escape from Columbus, Ohio, and it's like, oh no, we're in the Alpha Five territory. <laughs> Those guys are crazy, and then it's just like a bunch of bros come out and like, try to shove shit in your butt. You know what I mean? I love that. That's awesome. That might be the best one. Uh, I don't know if I can think of a better one than that one. Um, <laughs> you can do like Escape from Denver, and you can do lots of cool like hijinks off of, like, tall mountains and things, but that would be more escape from, like, the Colorado Rockies. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be, like, post-apocalyptic, all of the ground falls out from yeah. around Denver, and so it's just on top of, surrounded by a cliff, you know? Yes, and then you could have some yeah. cool stunts on that one. Um <laughs> You could do Escape like, from Detroit, but that's just like the plot from RoboCop, right? Right. Yeah. And Detroit. Of and the it's past Detroit. Fifteen years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love you, Detroit. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> Escape from yeah, Washington. That was, that was unfair. That was unfair. Don't Detroit. kick Detroit. I, I, I apologize. Yeah. Detroit. I just want to immediately retract that last statement. <laughs> Um, Escape from Washington, D.C. I don't think we even need to talk about that one. Well, didn't they, like... Do they do it? The the, uh, tolls? Doesn't it cost, like, $50 to get into Washington, D.C.? I don't know, does it? (laughs) Something like that, yeah. 
nobody would want to it's come like into the, it. The Beltway toll or something yeah. has gone up yeah. astronomically. Uh, uh. Escape from Anchorage, Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just freezes to death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about Escape from Atlantis? Well, did before before it gets consumed by the ocean or after? Either, <laughs> either or. <laughs> like I think, did they ever make an Atlantis movie? That seems like something like some idiots in like the early two thousands would have done when like those kind of disaster like. Combining disaster movies with like Gladiator, they should have done that. Yeah, I think right? they did. I right. think they did one. Yeah. It might have been a straight to DVD starring <laughs> Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. Oh, I'm gonna Google that. That yeah, because yeah, that's got to be pretty it. sure. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. pretty sure it's called Escape from Atlantis. Actually, I hope so. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think it is. <laughs> uh, Escape from. Ottawa, Canada. Everybody's super right. nice, and you just gotta go home. I just gotta leave. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody's actually preventing you from escaping, but you're just like, I gotta right. go. And you have a baseball bat, and you're like, smashing people's golden. They're like, hey, what? What? Like, you can leave. We're not stopping you. <laughs> what about, like, what about instead of, like, a city? It's a scenario, right? Like escape from Thanksgiving, you know? <laughs> and it's like, you're like, oh, I really got to go. And they're like, oh, Snake, why don't you just have another piece of pie, man? Oh, the second football game's just starting. You know what I mean? Uh, yes. <laughs> no! And then you pull out your brass knuckles and, like, bash your hands <laughs> face in. Right. You just, like, take the turkey and chuck it to the TV screen, like, jump out the window. You gotta go. Um, oh god! Like escape from the rehearsal dinner for your cousin's wedding. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is like you being a jerk and not wanting to go to like social <laughs> arrangements. Yeah. Escape from the like... Monday staff meeting. <laughs> Right, Snake Blitzkin just really hates his family. <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying to, like, get away. <laughs> uh, nice. It's like, uh, like, oh, if you ride to the train station. Yeah. <laughs> 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 thanks, thanks for coming for Grandma's uh, birthday party. <laughs> You'll never take me alive. Black. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Snake. Not everything is an escape from scenario. <laughs> um, uh, he's, been, he's been through a lot of trauma. Yeah, yeah. He has been really, we're just making fun of people with PTSD now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, alright, let's go. Let's go. It's an hour ten minutes. Uh, that was a good way to end it, though. Ladies and gentlemen, only Jesse's dad should be listening at this point. Yeah. Jesse's dad, thanks for listening all the way through. Uh, yeah, follow us on... Yeah, real champ. Real champ. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, like us on Facebook. Review us on iTunes. Uh, this has been Dump on the Yump. Sam, thanks. Thanks, ton. Hey, thanks.
Thank you, man. Yeah. All right. Have a good night. We will see you next time.